Hello, my churchies. Welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. Million here with you. M-I-L-L-I-A-N, your ministry provocateur, iconoclast, firebrand, and the resident heretic here at Dominion Fire. It's a pleasure to have you here as always. Now, we have been moving some things around with our ministry and our social medias. As you know, we're now shadow banned on a lot of social medias, which, you know, is bad in one way, but at the same time, I revel in their hatred because if I wasn't effective, they wouldn't hate me. So I like it. I stole that quote from someone else, but I still like it. It applies equally, right? Um, So what I'd like you to do before anything else, a couple things. With this, uh, with with our ministry, if you follow us on any of the socials, uh, we've set up a a channel on something called Telegram. It's telegram.org, telegram.org, or the shortcut is t.me forward slash Dominion Fire. So if you are a user of Telegram, please add our channel where we will be broadcasting stuff there and we'll be pivoting to that in the future. So Telegram is going to be one of our main spots. And also go to dominionfire.com and join our email list because that's the biggie. We control all that. We can get to everybody very quickly and effectively as we're doing our pivot. So quick update on that. And uh, as we've been moving things around also at our ministry, uh, we haven't recorded a Heal the Sick in a little while. And as I promised you, we're going to get back to it. And today is that day. This interview has uh, we had to be put off a little bit as some life things got into the way. But as you know, we keep rolling forward and we keep fighting through uh, all the interference that the enemy likes to throw at us because that's just what we do. And I'm very excited about my guest today because I've heard lots of good things and I'm uh, super excited to hear this message. Joining me today from Kannapolis, North Carolina, which is in the Charlotte area. This is an evangelist and minister with an organization called Welcome Matt Kingdom. He's been referred to us by various other people that follow our program. Guest request, Dave Aaron. Dave, welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. How are you, my bro? Good, Million. Thanks for having me here. Well, I am excited. And I know you've. Uh, we were talking off air. We had some super cool stories you were telling me, but I want to hear a wild testimony, something kind of big. What uh, testimony of healing can you share with us that would like kind of totally flip out our listeners? What do you got? Okay. Uh, last year for about seven months before I started doing the welcome mat, uh, where God had me recently, I've been doing this with the welcome mat, having prayed over the welcome mat, having people stand on it and they're instantly getting healed, pain, leaving their body. Uh, for seven months, uh, last year, I worked for a short time for a company called yellow cab of Concord. It was a taxi service. And during that seven months, uh, there was so many powerful miracles that were happening in my cab. And um, it was a little Toyota Prius that I was driving every day for five days a week. And uh, prior to that, I was working uh, the year before that. In 2016, I was doing Uber for almost a year. And I didn't really see anything happening in my car, personal car, doing Uber in Charlotte. I did over 1,000 trips for Uber and 250 or more for Lyft. Uh, but when I started, when I started working for yellow cab, um, it started, it was just like, bam. I mean, every day I was getting people coming into my cab and I didn't even have to, uh, provoke anything or say anything. People just would get in my cab and they would have canes or walkers or whatever. And they would come in my cab and they would just, um, start 
pouring out their heart to me during a cab ride and telling me what was wrong with them. And the doctors got their all their medicine mixed up. And I, it was so easy. I just said, can I pray for you? And they'd be like, yes. And I'd pray for them, lay hands on them. And the cab would just fill up with so powerfully with the presence of God, with the Holy spirit, would just move. And I saw amazing miracles. So the one I want to talk about was very powerful. I mean, there was so many, I mean, you asked me to choose one, but the one that really sticks out in my mind is a man named Bobby and he was a 40 year old man. And, um, I actually got that on video on my YouTube channel, but I'd like to share it. Um, tell you the story about it. Uh, Bobby, uh, I picked him up at his home and he's only going about less than a mile up the street to a barbecue restaurant to get uh, some lunch. And when Bobby come walking up to the side of my cab, he's, tall guy, you know, over six foot tall. And, um, he was hunched over and, um, and I could see on his face, you could just see on his face, all the pain, you know, this man was suffering with and, and, um, just like depression too. And he was getting in my cab and he sat in the back and right away, he just starts talking to me and he tells me where he's going. And he, he just starts pouring out his heart, how, um, he had hurt his back at work many years ago. And, uh, the doctors messed up all his medicine, his pain medication. He was really angry and upset about it. And he was in a lot of pain and things. And uh, he was tired of the medicine, all the pain pills. So he gets out of my cab. He goes, gets, picks up his lunch and, um, he gets back in my cab and I'm driving him back. And before I start driving him back, when he got out of my cab, I said, Lord, this man needs a healing, you know? And I'm like, God, do you want to heal him? And so I, I feel like I get a, a green light from the Holy spirit and he gets in my cab and I drive him back to his house in front of, uh, right in front of his house. Um, and, uh, I asked him, I was like, you know, how did you hurt your back? And he said, when he was 22 years old at work, um, some freight fell, it was an accident and something, I guess from a forklift dropped off it, um, something fell on his back and, and broke his back. And he has metal rods going all the way up his back, which prevent him from bending over. As a matter of fact, um, he had a riser for his bed because uh, he needed that to be able to get in the bed. And also he had a riser on his toilet seat because he could not bend all the way over. He couldn't touch his toes. And he was slumped over when he got in my cab. He couldn't stand up straight. Right away, I asked him, I was like, Bobby, can I pray for you? And he said, yes. And he leaned up from the back seat. And um, the Holy Spirit just let me put my hand on his shoulder and the Holy spirit. I felt the presence of the Holy spirit and Holy spirit just speaks to me and says, now command the metal to melt in his back. And I was like, okay. And I, I just commanded the metal to melt in his back in Jesus name, command all the pain to go in Jesus name. And I left my hand there. And that was one thing that lately, um, in the past year that God's been, uh, having me do is to tell people, because usually when you end the prayer and amen, they're ready to just walk out of the cab or, or walk away from you and say, okay, thank you. But I always quickly say, now wait on the Holy Spirit. So, you know, I kept my hand on him. I said, now wait on the Holy Spirit. And um, he's sitting there and just feeling the Holy Spirit just filled the cab up so powerfully. And I said, Bobby, you feeling anything? And he's like, yeah. Uh, Dave, I feel vibrations going up and down my back. And I was like, what? And I never heard that before because I've always heard tingling or I've, I've, I've heard of heat, you know, in people's bodies from prayer, tingling or heat, but I never heard vibrations. I was like, what, what do you mean, Bobby? What do you mean by vibrations? I was like, um, like electricity. He's like, yeah, because it's going up and down my back. So I got excited and um, I pull out my 
camera, my cell phone camera, you know, and I said, come on, let's test this out. And he got out of the cab and he stood there and I said, now try to touch your feet. And he just bent right over and he went past his feet and started touching the ground, getting up and down. And he said, David, I don't know if you noticed it, but I'm standing up straight. I haven't done that in years. And so, um, that was just amazing because the metal rods prevented him from bending over at all, you know, especially to touch his toes. And, uh, and I picked him up regularly. Yeah. He was a regular customer. And, um, and so, uh, I would always ask him, are you still, you still good? He was like, yeah, he's like, I'm still healed. And, uh, you know, um, he was just so excited about it. Uh, it was just a very powerful miracle that happened in that cab among others. Um, real quick, I did have a, another testimony of a lady I picked up one day and, uh, in the same cab. And, um, she had, as a young person, she was an older lady. And, uh, I think her name was Sharon. She, um, fell, uh, she was working with some men that were woodsmen and they were throwing branches into a fire, like a big uh, bonfire, if you will. And she tripped over one of the branches. Um, she got caught up in the branches with her foot and she actually fell into the fire. She told me, and she had saw a light in the woods, like a big light. She feels it was Jesus. She fell into the fire and, um, her hands got burned and her legs, the front of her legs got burned up. They had to give her skin grafts. Um, when I picked her up, she's telling me her story. I asked if I could pray for her, and um, I laid hands on her shoulder, and I prayed for her, and, I, and the Holy Spirit just led me in the prayer and just uh, told me how to pray for her, for the nerves to be restored and everything. Now, mind you, I mean, skin graft is where they take skin from another part of your body, and when that's taken off, it separates all the nerve endings and everything that's attached, so there's no feeling, you know, at all. I mean, it's totally gone when you put it on the place that's been burnt. So um, she had no feeling in her hands whatsoever. She had no feeling in the front of her legs whatsoever. And uh, you could see on her skin, like, um, there's, you could see the skin graph. It, it looks different, you know. Um, you could tell where it's been put, where it was put on the palm of her hands and her legs. And uh, when I prayed for her, she started scratching at her legs. And she could feel, for the first time in many years, could feel... Uh, feeling coming back into the skin on her legs and also on her hands. And she kept saying, like she was scratching at her fingertips. She goes, I've never been able to feel around my fingertips. I'm starting to feel again. So that was really powerful, miracle and unique, I think as well. I was just thinking about that tonight, about uh, some unique miracles. And that was uh, two cases right there that were pretty powerful. Just amazing, man. I always love to hear those stories, especially when it's something that's old injuries, because by the time they get to you, they've already kind of lost hope. Like, this is just how it's going to be. And it's almost that renewal thing that, that, that gets it. Because, you know, if it's a fresh injury, you're, no, you're not, you haven't settled into it yet. And then, you know, it gets healed and it's like, okay, I'm just back like I was. But after such a long period of time and just dealing with it so long and trying every other option and you've sort of just come to the end of yourself, it's awesome to see that you can just drop the Jesus on them and it does the job. And it's just... I, I call it the, the love. I love seeing when the chain breaks is the term I use for it. And it's just a it's super fascinating, uh, just a fascinating experience on both ends of it. So, all right, we're up against our first break. So when we come back, listeners, we're going to find out more about Dave, his background and experience and keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast back in a moment. I would like to take a moment to make an announcement concerning our social media outlets. The major social media outlets are limiting various types of content, including that which promote Jesus, faith, and Christianity. 
In this process, content is throttled back so that the amount of people who see it are limited and in many cases is shown to zero end users, without any form of notice, warning, or update. This is a process that has come to be known as a shadow ban. To break this shadow ban, we are pivoting some of our operations to outlets that we have more control over and can better serve the needs of our listeners. First is by visiting our website at www.dominionfire.com and by joining our email list. By joining this list, we can update you and contact you directly concerning our media content, new podcast episodes, vlog videos, and much more. Also, visit our new Telegram channel at www.t.me forward slash dominionfire. Please also visit telegram.org, install the app or software to connect, and search for the username at Dominion Fire to join this channel and receive more direct updates and information. While we plan to continue using social media outlets as they are, we will begin to use others that have more freedom and can spread a wider message. While there is an attempt to stop us, what most don't realize is that Christianity thrives under persecution and grows faster with the more pressure that is placed upon it. Thanks for helping us along, and thank you for listening to the Heal the Sick Podcast. All right, listeners, back on the Heal the Sick Podcast. Thank you, as always, for being here. Again, when you get a chance, please visit our website at dominionfire.com as we're going to be moving a bulk of our operations away from the socials and onto our own little home base. And then we'll just uh, use various little outposts for other things, but that's going to start being more of our headquarters than before. So when you're there, please make sure you join the email list. You'll see on the main page that there's uh, right on the sidebar is a way to get your name on the email list if you're not already. So please do that. And then again, make sure to visit telegram at t.me forward slash dominion fire or telegram.org to get the app. You either put it on your phone, your computer, your Apple, Android. It's for, they have it for everything. So jump on there first, set up yourself on the app and then come find us. We're going to put together um, a little broadcast area where we put out our information, but also do some chats, sort of our own little personal hosted social medias where we control more of the stuff. And it's secure and encrypted, so we won't be spied on, which is always nice given everything that's kind of going on right about now. But with that said, we are back once again here on the Heal the Sick podcast. Dave Aaron is uh, telling his uh, healing testimonies that he's seen in the taxi cab. But now I want to pivot to finding more out about him personally. So, uh, Dave, would you please tell our audience about yourself, your experience, your testimony, whatever you feel like sharing today? I was born in 1966 in Baltimore, Maryland, a small town called Dundalk. And um, I was uh, raised Lutheran up until I was 11 years old. So I always believed in God. My parents put me in Sunday school at age four years old. Uh, from there at 11, um, before I got into confirmation classes at age 12, um, my mom started to met a friend and she started going to a Baptist church where she had went. And uh, I was put in a Christian school for a few years and I was, then I was Baptist. And uh had been going there and uh, had said the sinner's prayer principle of the Christian school, uh, asked me if I want to become a Christian. I was like, sure. And, you know, he asked me to say the sinner's prayer with him, and I did. And um funny thing was, he was Baptist, and it was so strange that a Baptist principal and also the pastor of the church would say, David, do you see anything different or feel anything different? Um, I always thought that was weird uh, that he would even ask me that. But, um, you know, I remember like looking around and I was like, I was 13 years old at the time. And I said, yeah, Pastor Herod. I was like, the trees, they look alive because we're standing outside the church. And um, he just smiled. He's like, yeah. And uh, 
uh, I'd been in this Christian school for a few years and, um, uh, I got like away from the Lord though. I got caught up in the rock music and, uh, heavy metal and, um, ended up leaving a Christian school and going to, um, back to public school, finished out my high school years. And, um, I've been hurt by a church, hurt by my parents. My mom called me a religious fanatic because I got heavily into reading the Bible, um, trying to find the answers, how to get out of the rock music and stuff. So, uh, I kind of gave up on the Christian school and I said, Mom, I'm going back to public school, you know? And, um, uh, so for 13 years, I was in a backslidden state, which I don't know if um, your listeners know that that's like the worst place you can be. It was like your you know, devil really takes you for a ride. So you were a whole lot better before you got saved. Now you're backslidden. It's even worse. So, I mean, it's like, um, uh, it's even worse. He just takes you for a major ride. So uh, he really took me for a ride and I was like, uh, really heavily into drugs and sex and rock music. So, um, um, my, I met my wife, you know, uh, at age 22, Tabitha, and we lived in sin for about six years. But, um, the funny thing was she was into a cult. Um, and I, in my backslidden state, I was like, she had some books and stuff and I told her she needed to get rid of them. And I was showing her scriptures from Deuteronomy and she thought, who's this guy, you know, trying to tell me, you know, how to live, but she listened to me and, um, she, she always tells people, Dave's the one who led me to the Lord. And so like, um, in return, you know, but I didn't come back to Christ, you know, I was still backslidden all these years. We were together for six years, but then, um, you know, she gets saved and she has a Bible study at her apartment with her nephew. And then she leads me back to the Lord. You know, I was, um, 28 years old, 1994. And, um, uh, she said, I want you to see, I want you to Dave to see this video. I was like, well, what is it? She goes, oh, it was a testimony of this man. Well, the man was Matt Gober and, uh, Matt Gober, uh, was with, uh, Kenneth Copeland ministry, I believe. And, um, he used to be in drug cartel and things and he got wonderfully saved and he was giving his testimony. And I heard his testimony. It's very powerful. And, um, Matt Gober was just telling how, you know, a man in the streets gave him a tract and he was like in a line to get for, to get food, you know, um, and he was a biker and everything. And he, he said how this man gave him a tract and it stuck with him, you know, and he, um, put it in his pocket and he thought that maybe because bikers are pretty dirty, grimy people, he thought maybe it was just sticking to his hands. He couldn't get rid of it, but he ended up putting his pocket when he went home. He said that, that the tract was just like speaking to him. It was like, God, just speaking to him. And he kept complaining at first like saying, God, 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 what's all this about God? And then he started hearing the voice of Jesus, literally hearing Jesus's voice say to him, Mac, I love you, Mac, I love you. And Mac started crying, weeping tears. He said, but Jesus, I'm such a bad person. I beat up my mom. He's like, yeah, but Mac, I love you. And so that really broke me. It touched my heart hearing his testimony. He told how he gave his life to Christ. And, um, I, for the first time in my life, you know, um, I, I got the message of the cross, you know, that Jesus died for me, that he really loved me, that he's real. I started hearing God's voice speak to me and him saying the same thing to me, that he loved me. And I was, and I gave my life back to Christ, you know? And, um, I remember, um, after I said that prayer, I literally felt the old man just die. I just felt like, um, all that mess that I was in, it just died, you know? And it was the most beautiful thing that, that God did for me was save me. And truly I was born again. And, um, 
it was just like an old man died off me. I literally felt that as soon as I said amen and said that prayer and gave my life to Christ. It, it just, I just, it just died. The old man just died off of me and I got hungry. I just started getting hungry for the word of God. And I grabbed the Bible and started reading. I started reading books by Kenneth Hagin, Jesse, the planets, um, Kenneth Copeland. And, um, uh, and I got my call, um, uh, at a Jesse DePlants meeting a month and a half later, he was coming to Maryland area, Upper Marlboro near Baltimore. And uh, <clears throat> the Lord's prophesied to me because I've been smoking cigarettes for seven years. And I come home from work one day and God said, I want you to stop smoking cigarettes, Dave. And I was like, well, can I smoke these last three? I had a cigarette pack in my, my shirt pocket and he didn't answer me. But then that later that day, I tried to quit on my own. And, um, I couldn't do it. You know, I was addicted to cigarettes. I was smoking two packs a day. I was saved. And a week and a half later, I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. Very powerful baptism, 45 minutes. I felt the love of God hit my belly. It was like, like an explosion, like an atom bomb going off of me. My whole body was shaking. My mind was like, what's going on? But my spirit, man, was merging with God. It was just so beautiful. And, um, but I still had this problem with the cigarettes. And, um, and God prophesied that in two weeks, when you go see Jesse Duplantis, you'll not only be delivered from cigarettes, but you'll give a testimony. And it happened exactly that way um, at the meeting. And um, my wife's nephew that was with us during that meeting, when Jesse was finishing, finishing the message, uh, my wife's nephew taps him on his shoulder and says, Dave, uh, one day we'll be up there like Jesse. And that quick, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, no, for you, it's out on the streets. And that was uh, in June 15th, 1994. And right away, I started going out on the streets. And I started finding street teams in the 90s. And I passed out tracks, and they had bullhorns. But we, I was with uh, Reverend Jack Graham, who passed away a few years ago. Not the Jack Graham that's popular on radio or TV or anything. But this man was from York, Pennsylvania. He would travel um, one hour from York to Baltimore, Maryland, three or four times a week and would minister, take a cross out and bullhorns and tracks. And um, they didn't go holding up signs or pointing fingers at people saying they're going to hell. Jack's thing was, well, where will you spend eternity? That's what he would say. And we would minister to people and, you know, um, with Jesus smiles on our faces and just love people and be do one-on-one ministry. And uh, uh, for years I was doing that. And, uh, but I never, um, until like I found out about Todd White, about what he was doing, you know, um, taking healing out on the streets, it never really occurred to me that you could do that. I mean, I never got that revelation, you know, like he did. Um, so like, uh, God yet God used me in healing from the very beginning in 1994 with like a little boy, the very first time, um, I got saved, baptized Holy Spirit at my work, you know, um, this little boy uh, that came to work with his dad, I was, it was at a pizza place. I was delivering pizza and, um, and he got injured two times. And uh, the second time his dad slammed the car door accidentally on his hand. His dad would bring him to work and he was screaming, crying. And, and he walked right up to me and he put his hand out on the table where in the, uh, in the carryout section, there was tables there on um, the eat-in section. And this little red-haired boy named Bernie, um, nine years old, put his hand out in front of me. And um, the Lord spoke to me and said, pray for him. And so I reached out and took my, took my finger and just touched on his hand where it was, like, swollen. You could see it bruised. And I said, 
Lord heal him. When I did, there was a big white out. It just started at his hand, like the whitest light I've ever seen in my light life. And it just, it started at his hand. It just opened up and it was just like, it just like I had a total white out of God's glory. And it just went right back into his hand and he was healed and he started smiling. He just ran off and started playing. Um, so I, God had used me like in healing, but I never put two and two together that I could do it out on the streets until somebody started telling me about Todd White and healing videos that he was doing. And um, that's pretty much my testimony uh, where I'm at today. With that said, we are at the end of our second segment. So listeners, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back where we're going to talk some lessons. We're going to talk some prayers. We're going to light this thing up. Keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast back momentarily. I would like to take a moment to make an announcement concerning our social media outlets. The major social media outlets are limiting various types of content, including that which promote Jesus, faith, and Christianity. In this process, content is throttled back so that the amount of people who see it are limited and in many cases is shown to zero end users, without any form of notice, warning, or update. This is a process that has come to be known as a shadow ban. To break this shadow band, we are pivoting some of our operations to outlets that we have more control over and can better serve the needs of our listeners. First is by visiting our website at www.dominionfire.com and by joining our email list. By joining this list, we can update you and contact you directly concerning our media content, new podcast episodes, vlog videos, and much more. Also, visit our new Telegram channel at www.t.me forward slash dominionfire. Please also visit telegram.org, install the app or software to connect, and search for the username at Dominion Fire to join this channel and receive more direct updates and information. While we plan to continue using social media outlets as they are, we will begin to use others that have more freedom and can spread a wider message. While there is an attempt to stop us, what most don't realize is that Christianity thrives under persecution and grows faster with the more pressure that is placed upon it. Thanks for helping us along, and thank you for listening to the Heal the Sick Podcast. And the final round of this episode of Heal the Sick Podcast is among us. In this segment, we talk some lessons and when we were discussing our little pre-show briefing that we do, we started getting onto the topic of healing and the prophetic and word of knowledge and how, most importantly, things have to come out of love and compassion and are bound by love. So our guest, Dave, would like to talk about healing in relation to that. And so for our lesson segment, Dave, what would you like to share with the audience? I just felt led to talk about how uh, when God starts using you out on the streets uh, with healing, um, the very first thing is like, you know, overcoming the fear, you know, so, um, you know, the Bible says perfect love cast out all fear. So, uh, that means that we have to move in compassion. So Jesus had compassion. You can see in the Bible and the four gospels, how he was moved by compassion of the Holy spirit. And so he had compassion for the demoniac, you know, it actually says that. So, um, that was one thing that the Holy spirit uh, taught me about is like, you know, when we go out, it's 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 awesome that we want to see God heal people, but um, also we need to have a heart for the person. You know, you don't just treat them like um, another notch on your belt. You know, you you literally care for the people. And um, so I always want to go out, whether it's Walmart or a shopping mall or out on the streets. You know, I'm looking around. I mean, I'm constantly looking around. Um, 
And the more you do this, the more you start developing an eye, if you will. Um, you actually be, you're actually like spirit led and, um, you know, uh, God's eyes become your eyes and you start seeing people and you'll start seeing like braces or canes where other people around you and your friends, even some Christian brethren around you, they might not, they might not see it right away, but you're seeing it. The more you do this, the more that you exercise, you know, um, in, in the gift of healing, um, you start developing an eye and you go around and God will just lead you. And then eventually even, um, God, I call it like spiritual magnetism where, um, just like John the Baptist and Jesus, I mean, people were attracted supernaturally to them. You know, I've had that happen where, um, people just with canes and wheelchairs, me and Tabitha, my wife will just be sitting there and they'll just like, oh, people in wheelchairs will just sit right next to us, you know, and, and it's like a huge restaurant, you know, and we get to pray for people like that. But um, you always want to be moved with compassion. And as you keep doing this, God gives you more gifts, just like the uh, parable that Jesus said about the uh, man with the one talent. And there was one man with the five talents and there's the one with the ten. And the one guy buried his one talent. Well, that was taken away from him, given to the one with the ten. Um, you know, um, I think like it was told, I think, which is an error to the church, like we're um, teaching about the if you just have one gift, that's the one gift God's given you and he's not going to give you any others and just, just work hard on that one gift the rest of your life. No, he gives you um, more, you know, when you're faithful and little, he's your ruler over much, he will give you more. So, um, you know, it, it goes from healing and then it goes into, um, even word of knowledge and then even the prophetic. So, um, you know, and with, with that saying that, um, with the healing, uh, you have compassion for the person before you pray for them. You know, you want to have that heart. You want to have that. You want to see that person wonderfully healed. You care about them. When I approach people, people always ask me, young people especially, like, Dave, do you ever have um, issues with fear? Do you ever, um, you ever uh, feel like the Holy Spirit to go to somebody, but fear kicks in? And I was like, yeah, of course. I'm a person. You know, you, you have to overcome that. I was like, but um, you know, I always tell them, you know, you always want to just be led by compassion. You want to have compassion for the person, and, and before. You pray for them. And so when I approach people, I tell them, you know, I see them and I look at them, you know, face to face. I say, hey, hey, what happened to you? You know, what, what happened to your leg? You know, they're walking with crutches, you know, and the person looks at me and I'm smiling at them. I always give them a smile and and also loving eyes, you know, and, and just really, and I'm not faking. I'm really concerned about them, you know, what happened to them. And so this opens up a door for me to be able to say, hey, can I pray for you? And the majority Nine out of ten times, people will say yes. Please pray for me. So, um, and the same with the word of knowledge. It's like um, if you see somebody that's uh, that you come up to in contact with, and maybe on their face they look depressed. Well, that's you know, it's not you know, and God may give you a word of knowledge to say that person's depressed, but um, you don't want to just say to that person you're depressed, aren't you? No, you you want to um, you want to wait because God's giving you the revelation, but then you want to wait on the Holy Spirit, just like you do with healing. When you lay hands on the sick, you want to wait for the Holy Spirit. So you don't do the delivery right away. And that's a mistake people make with word of knowledge. It's like, you know, they, they just want to, they get excited about it and they just want to drop the bomb on somebody right away. And it's been done in churches for years. It's been done to all of us. And then, um, people get wowed by that person that, that person may get a little bit haughty with it. You know what I mean? But, um, when you, when you truly ministering the compassion of the Lord, like with prophetic word of knowledge, if, if God's giving you a revelation, somebody's like depressed, 
you don't want to come out and say you're depressed, aren't you? But you wait. And, you know, you get the uh, revelation, but then comes the interpretation and then comes the delivery. So, you know, you want to prophesy to the person something good. Say, I see God. It's going to raise you up. He wants, he sees your spirit. He loves you. And he just wants to tell you that he has so much in store for your life. And so you, you speak a blessing, a prophetic, and then the prophetic comes and, it, you know, you might get more. You know, it's it's like layer upon layer. Uh, when I get a word of knowledge or prophecy, it, usually with me, it, it's a lot of hearing. Sometimes I get the visual, but sometimes it's a lot of it's the, he, the hearing. So I'll get like one word, you know, and um, I'll go with the one word first. And then, um, then I start getting, as I take that step of faith, it starts coming and starts pouring out. And But I always want to make sure the word is a loving word. You know, if I'm getting a word that if God's saying that person's depressed, he'll give, I'll wait and he'll give me something else to say to that person. That's what I felt like to tell you. Dave, if people would like to find out more about you, to connect up with you, maybe go minister, learn some stuff, just chat, how can people get in contact with you? Both Tabitha and I are on Facebook and YouTube. I have a YouTube channel and we just recently changed the name. It was on a Dave Aaron, but there's other David Aarons on YouTube, obviously. So, um, we are ministry now is welcome mat kingdom just like as we use the welcome mat it's called welcome mat kingdom and you can find us on youtube if you do a search and also we're on facebook now on facebook um it's under my name dave aaron but uh i do have a facebook group and that is called welcome mat kingdom as well just as same as a youtube channel but uh you can um uh be a friend of mine on Facebook and also uh, my email address is D as in David C as in Carl and Aaron A-A-R-O-N 227 at gmail.com Alright, so as we pivot now to our final section, which is the prayer selection of our episode what I'd like to ask you to do is to please pray for our audience and as you go through this by all means, if you get anything that's like prophetic or word of knowledge or names or conditions or anything whatsoever, uh, I'd like you to just call it out, let it rip, and uh, let's just rock the listening audience. So at this time, would you please pray for everybody listening and take us all the way to the amen. Father, I just thank you, God, for this whole listening audience, Father God, for million as well. Father God, I just thank you, God, for all these many people that are listening today, Father. I just pray your blessing upon them, Father God. Um, I'm hearing like backs right now. If there's a back, uh, right now there's somebody with um, a back issue as well as a thyroid issue. And I command uh, the back to be straight in line, in line with the healing scriptures and the word of God. I command the thyroid to be normal in Jesus' name, that this person no longer have to use medicine anymore, medication. I command the thyroid to be made whole 100% in Jesus' name. Speak to those glands. I command them to be whole and made whole in Jesus' name. I command bones, muscles, ligaments, tendons, nerves, vertebrae, discs, and spine to be made whole in Jesus' name. Father, we, God, we thank you, Father, for it. Thank you, God, for this person. Lord God, we just bless you and praise you tonight, Father God. I thank you, God, for your Holy Spirit who is with us today, Father God, that you have given us the kingdom, Father God, that you have allowed us to advance your kingdom, Father God. I pray for every individual tonight, Father God, that not only will they be used in healing and in a prophetic and word of knowledge, but also winning souls, Father God. Um, you said that uh, it is wise to be a soul winner, Father God, and that... Uh, 
that will shine as stars in heaven, Father God, those who win souls. And I just uh, thank you, Father, for that's the greatest miracle, Father. I just pray in 2018 for revival in this country. I pray that there will be uh, revival, uh, awakening, great awakening, Father God, in this country, Father God, that uh, many will come out of the churches and they will not just uh, go to church, but they'll actually be the church and they'll go out and minister and get hungry to do the things of God, to, to do the miracles, to uh, lead people to Christ out on the street as you command us to go into the highways and byways. And Father, we thank you and love you, praise you for it in the mighty name of Jesus. I see a woman uh, in the spirit. I see that she has Alzheimer's, and I command that to go in the name of Jesus. I command um, every part of her brain to be made whole. Um, the walls that I believe that are um, that are thinning out to be made thick, uh, thick again, and uh, the holes that are shrinking to be made open again. All that part of that brain that causes Alzheimer's be restored in Jesus' name, be made whole. And we thank you, Father, for it in Jesus' name. Alzheimer's, go get out now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And Father, we thank you, God. We praise you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, listeners. As always, if anybody is um, specifically affected by this prayer or any other prayers that you've heard on our program, would you please be so kind as to email us with a testimony at info at dominionfire.com and let us know uh, what happened and give us the full rundown. We actually have gotten a couple, which is fascinating. So we always like to hear that. And it also encourages our guests who did indeed pray for you. So please let us know if that's the case. Um, I want to thank Dave for being here today. Fascinating interview. It's uh, always, as we do this show, always hear different colors and flavors of the kingdom and how it works. And I just uh, like to bring that to you and sort of just connect all the loose ends we have here in our faith, because uh, like I was telling Dave, we will, we will unify this body once and for all. We're getting there. So um, and that's what I'm hoping to bring to you. So Dave, thanks for being here. Thanks for hanging out. And listeners, um, again, make sure you visit our website, dominionfire.com, where the new headquarters for everything's going to be. Uh, also, we're going to keep the YouTube channel going as it is for now. So youtube.com forward slash Dominion Fire Church to check out our vlog videos and make sure you check out soundcloud.com forward slash Dominion Fire for the Dominion Fire 360 podcast, where it's also on iTunes and Stitcher and all that good stuff, where you'll find interviews that are not necessarily healing, but sort of all encompassing just cool things of the faith and cool topics. And uh, my my little personal vendetta against yoga, which um, I'm knocking that the crap out of that thing. So make sure you listen to the interviews and get uh, get studied up on everything you need to know. We got a lot of good content there and all around. So listeners, thank you as always for being here. Dave, thank you for being here. And we will see you next time on the Heal the Sick podcast. Boom goes Yeshua. Have a great day. Bye-bye.